The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week, someone sent me a cartoon of Dennis the Menace. (laughs) This single square scene showed Dennis walking out of church on Sunday morning, holding his mother's hand, and his father was walking behind them. As Dennis walked by, the minister was greeting people at the doors of the church after Sunday services. And Dennis looked up at him and said, For a preacher, you sure know a lot about sin. (laughs) Evidently, the sermon that Sunday was on sin, and little Dennis was shocked. A preacher would know so much about sin. Dennis's observation was really a brilliant one, and also a funny one, because he was suggesting that the preacher knew about sin, not just from reading books like the Bible, but also from personal experience. How do you know so much about sin? That is, we are all sinners, even Protestant preachers, and even us Catholic priests. That was Dennis's real point. We all know a lot about sin, especially Dennis the Menace. Now the hard part is admitting that we are sinners. We all believe that we would much rather be saints rather than sinners. Archbishop Fulton Sheen once quipped, it used to be that only Catholics believed in the Immaculate Conception. Now everyone thinks he's immaculately conceived. Everyone is sinless. And sometimes it takes a little child like Dennis the Menace to point out our sinfulness. You know so much about sin. Do you remember how it was a small boy who pointed out to the, all the townsfolk, the emperor has no clothes, in Hans Christian Andersen's famous folktale? To the innocent eyes of small children, the nakedness of our sins is hard to miss. In the gospel today, Jesus notices how perceptive these little ones can be about sin and salvation. Our Lord exclaims, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things 
from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the little ones. Now clearly one group Jesus has in mind when he refers to the little ones is undoubtedly small children, like Dennis the Menace and the little boy from Hans Christian Andersen's tale. But I believe there might also be another group of little ones, namely nature, the animals, the trees, the rocks, the sun, and the sky. These two are little ones that God reveals himself to and hides from the overwise. We find some proof of this in the first reading from Zechariah, who prophesies, See, your king shall come to you, a just savior is he, meek and riding on an ass, on a colt, the foal of an ass. In other words, the little ones, like the little donkey, intuitively gets who the Messiah is because they are innocent of sin and therefore their apprehension of reality is unclouded. When Jesus fulfills Zechariah's prophecy and rides triumphantly into Jerusalem on a donkey, the Pharisees tell him to tell his disciples to be quiet. Do you remember what Jesus replied? He said, I tell you, if they were silent, the very stones would cry out. Peter, the prince of the apostles, would deny his Lord three times, but a donkey did not deny Jesus even once. Back in the fifth century, St. Augustine developed the idea that God had written two books. Father John has written three books, but God has only written two books. The first book was sacred scripture, and the second book that God has written is the book of nature. In other words, God reveals himself not only through the Bible, but also through his creation and his creatures. St. Paul wrote about this to the Romans. He said, God's invisible attributes of eternal power and divinity have been able to be understood and perceived in what he has made. In other words, we see the invisible creator in the visibility of his creation. And you know, I'm beginning to learn about this book of nature through my dog, Apollo. You know, his needs are simple and straightforward. He's not a complicated guy. He only barks when he needs to play or pee or poop. <laughs> Otherwise, he's completely content. That is, there is an honesty and an authenticity in his dog nature that sadly sin has corrupted in me and in you who are the wise and the learned. No wonder some people prefer the company of their pets to the company of other people. People can see the book of nature when they love and care for and understand their pets. Let me share a quotation from Pope Francis where he noticed how St. Francis, his namesake, also assiduously studied the book of nature. The Holy Father wrote this. St. Francis, faithful to scripture, invites us to see nature as a magnificent book in which God speaks to us and grants us a glimpse of his beauty and goodness. 
Did you catch that? Francis, like Augustine, noticed how God had written two books, not one. The Pope continues, and this is my favorite part. For this reason, Francis asked that part of the friary garden always be left untouched so that wildflowers and herbs could grow there and those who saw them could raise their minds to God, the creator of such beauty. And then the Pope concludes with his take-home message. Rather than a problem to be solved, the world is a joyful mystery to be contemplated with gladness and praise. Nature is not a problem we have to solve. On the contrary, the natural order presents the solutions to virtually all our modern problems. We are the problem, and nature is the solution. My friends, what kind of books are you diving into this summer? Maybe a history, a documentary, a romance, a mystery, or a beach book. (laughs) But could I suggest another book this summer? Instead of books we had to chop down trees to make paper for, crack open the book of nature this summer and listen to God's little ones, the donkeys and the dogs and the birds and the trees and the oceans. Put down your smartphone and turn off your AirPods. Open your eyes and unplug your ears to hear the symphony of nature all around you. Perhaps Joyce Kilmer said it best in his marvelous little poem called Trees. He wrote about God's little ones when he said, I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree. A tree whose hungry mouth is pressed against earth's sweet-flowing breast. A tree that looks at God all day and lifts its leafy arms to pray. A tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair, upon whose bosom snow has lain, who intimately lives with rain. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. Praise to be Jesus Christ.